Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're too nice to be in a place like this. Like, I get that a lot. Like, there's like always that guy who like wants to save you. <laughs> And it's just like, I choose to be here. I'm perfectly happy to be here. Um, yeah, strippers are nice. Like, <laughs> I don't know why they think that we're all bitches. <laughs> Podium.me Hi, my name's Kitty. I'm 19. I'm originally from Devon. And I've been living in London almost 11 months now. I've had a lot of different stage names, actually. But um, I don't know, I really like Kitty because I... I like cats, and I like I have this. I have like a lot of cat mannerisms. I think your stage name has to kind of. You have to connect with it in some way. I started when I was eighteen, like literally as soon as I turned eighteen. <laughs> I like kind of planned it before my birthday. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go audition at this club and buy this underwear, and yeah. So I was like super keen to do it. I think I just liked the whole taboo of it, and like, it was kind of forbidden. And I started taking pole dancing lessons just like as a, like a hobby or fitness thing. But what attracted me to it was because of the sexy side and that it was kind of like rebellious almost. So I was brought up by my grandparents actually, and like ironically they are Jehovah's Witnesses. So I was raised a Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> um, and I didn't tell any of my family until maybe like when I've been doing it like four months. And then I kind of told them, I was like, yeah, I'm not working a bar job. <laughs> and they weren't like over the moon about it, but they, um, they were happy that I was honest with them and they knew what I was doing. Like, my dad kind of guessed because I kept sending him my like, articles about strippers. I was like, dad, look at this. And like talking to him about feminism and stuff. And he was like, I know that you're a stripper. <laughs> I was like, damn it. <laughs> But I feel better that he, like, no, it's nicer to be honest with your family. Like, I can't imagine it, hiding it for, like, years and years. Like, a lot of strippers do. Like, they just don't tell. Even from their boyfriends. I'm like, how do you do that? Um, I, I sort of do. Sort of seeing someone. <laughs> but, um, I do find it tricky sometimes with, with dating. Because... I definitely wouldn't date someone that wasn't okay with it, and I'd, I'm always, like, really honest about it. Um, sometimes it can be, like, they're, like, they think it's really cool and it's awesome, and it's, like, the novelty of dating a stripper. Like, oh, I'm dating a stripper, it's, like, really cool. And, like, I hate that as well. I'm like, no. <laughs> so it can go kind of either way. I think if someone's respectful about it and, and thinks it's, you know, they don't, there's not, like, like that jealousy aspect. You get complimented a lot, which is quite nice. Sometimes I feel like they think that you've not heard it before. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> got that before. <laughs> um, but you do find yourself having the same conversations over and over again. So for me, it's normally like my age, my heritage. I get asked that all the time. Um, I'm half Filipino, by the way. <laughs> um, a line I get a lot is like, oh, you must get like a lot of creeps in here. 
like always believing that they're not that creep or that weirdo. I'm like, you're all just completely normal people. Like everyone thinks that everyone else is the weirdo. I'm like, you're kind of weird. Like, so that's quite funny. I kind of just let them. I just agree with them. Like, yeah, I think a lot of weirdos in here. <laughs> like, like you're not one of them as well. <laughs> so, what else do I get all the time? Um, a lot of times we get asked by customers like, "What's your like real job? What do you really want to do?" I'm like, "This is my real job." <laughs> like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, it's um, almost like you have to be aspiring to be doing something else as well and you can't just be a stripper and that can't just be okay like there has to be something else beside that and you have to justify why you're doing it I don't think that's fair like you should just be able to be say like I'm doing this because I want to do it <laughs> like I don't have to justify it to you or tell you like why I'm doing it yeah, um, I, I do understand why they ask those questions and that those questions are repetitive. It's not necessarily a bad thing. Like, maybe if it was vice versa, I'd want to know the same things. I'm not really going to criticise them for that. I don't think it's also true that strippers make loads and loads of money. Like, you can make loads of money, but it's also... can be, like, really shit sometimes. So you have to sell your dances and all the money that you make is what you've hustled yourself so you don't get paid yeah salary or a minimum wage or anything like that it's literally what you what you make so that's why sometimes I know customers get annoyed if like strippers or girls are like pestering them but it's like that's their job like <laughs> if you don't want girls to talk to you like go to a pub or go to a somewhere else where they're not strippers on like a really good night you could make I don't know, I think once I made like 900. So you, yeah, but it's very varied. Like you, you can make a lot all at once and then not make very much three nights in a row. So that's why it's quite stressful, like mentally, because you don't know what you're going to make. Um, which sometimes is quite thrilling when you make a lot. It's more exciting, but it's also very stressful when you don't make enough. But that's why I quite like the pubs because it's more consistent money and because you know you're going to make money there isn't that um, tension between the girls, it's just very relaxed and at the pubs you pay a house fee and they don't take any commission so everything that you make you keep whereas in a lot of places you pay a house fee and then they take a percentage of what you, what you earn so they take like a big cut, like some places take like half and it's really bad, it's like really, really bad. It used to be more about, we used to be considered as dancers or live entertainers and then it sort of transferred into now we're sex workers. Um, and it's kind of sad the the live element and the stage show has kind of died. But in London there's kind of like what I consider like the west, west um, and the east. And the East is kind of famous for its strip pubs, which have more emphasis on stage shows. So you do um, the pound in the pint. So you, the girl will go around with a pint glass and all the customers have to put a pound in before she goes on stage. And that's nice because you get paid for your stage shows then and then you, I think you kind of make more of an effort in it. Whereas 
in the kind of West, it's more like big clubs and there isn't as much emphasis on the stage. It's just all about private dances and, and, and VIPs and stuff like that. And you have to wear like long gowns. I hate wearing long gowns because it just gets in the way when you're dancing. And I just feel like really pretentious. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm a stripper, I want to wear underwear. <laughs> so I don't, I'm not a huge fan of that. And I, I know I've worked in some where they like, they quite dictate like how you dress, that like, you can't wear like clear stripper heels and you have to wear a certain amount of jewelry and a watch. I actually got sacked from where I was working. So, yeah, and there was nothing I could do. Like, I tried to, like, reason with her and explain, and but she wouldn't take me back. It was a misunderstanding about a shift I was covering. I had to leave for, like, personal reasons, and then I came back, and then the bar staff said that there were too many girls and that if I needed to be somewhere else, I could leave. So I was like, okay, I'll just, I'll just go then. So I left, and then she just sacked me for that, for like leaving my shift. I was like, but I was told that I was allowed to. So it just, it makes like no sense. So I'm not really, I'm not really working anywhere at the moment. I'm just taking a bit of a break and trying to find somewhere that I like. Um, which can be difficult because at the strip pubs, the shifts are very short and clubs are very long and I'm not used to working like long nights. And it's fine to work long hours as long as you're making money, but when you're not making money, it's just the most awful thing because <laughs> you're just, like, sat there bored out of your mind and then you just end up wanting to just, like, drink or do coke because you're bored, not because you really want to. I just don't think that's a healthy environment to be in. So that's why I've kind of taken a step back and been like, okay, I'm going to find somewhere that I like working. But it's hard in this industry because you don't have proper rights, so you can just lose your job. So her actual reason was, what she told me on the phone, was that my dancing wasn't good enough, which I know is not true because, like, I'm a pole instructor, like, I know how to dance, and I'm one of the few girls that does actual, like, tricks and things on the pole. And I know some of my, like, regulars that I was friends with, like, phoned up and were like, you know, why is she not here? Like, why did you do that? You know, it's just very strict. Like, if she doesn't like something, she can just do that. It's especially hard in London because, like, it's not really a place where you can just sit around and not work <laughs> because it's just so expensive to live. And I think it's a lot more competitive here. Even though there are a lot more strip clubs, um, there are just a lot of girls. Um, and some clubs don't kind of monitor the ratio of girls to guys, whereas in the pubs, so she'll only have a certain amount of girls per shift. Because if there's too many girls and not enough customers, it's not fair. Like, you're not, it's, you're not going to have much of a chance then. And I don't want to, like, compromise my integrity by, like, treading on other people just so I can make money because I just don't feel like that would make me feel good and that's not the kind of person I want to be. Um, but that, like, that can happen when, when girls get really desperate and it's just not very much business. Yeah, my first club in Devon, it was quite, like quite catty but I think it's because our manager was really horrible to us she would like shout at us fine us for like anything being late chewing gum being drunk things like that she'll like fine you a fee so like 20 pounds she'll deduct but some managers just do that just because 
for no reason. Just like, I'm just going to find you because I can. It's not okay. It's not okay. We don't get, like... Um, so if you are fired, like, that's it, you're gone, like, you don't get, like, notice or anything. And in any other job, you wouldn't be able to do that. It's not, not fair. I just think there needs to be more, kind of, set standards about, um, like, restrictions on fining and how many girls are on a shift and reasonable house fees and commission. Like, a lot of things like that, like, business practices. It's not like people think, like, no one's, like, abusive, like, in terms of um, the management, but in terms of business practices and the money that they take, it is exploitive. And, yeah, I think that definitely needs to change. I think about it in terms of, like, all performers, whether you're a singer or, um, or a dancer, an actor, you are being objectified as an object of entertainment. And there's nothing wrong with that, because that's what you're doing. That's the service that you're providing. So in some ways, you are objectified on stage, but that doesn't mean that your whole um, existence is, an, is objectified. Like, just when you're at work and you're working... You are there to provide a service, and it's okay to be like to be a sexual kind of object if you can use that word but um i I never find it degrading, that's why I'm really reluctant to do like a vanilla job again because i've I've done like waitressing worked in retail retail, and I find that so degrading because people are so rude to you, and you have to do all these like menial jobs and you have to ask permission to go get a glass of water and stuff like that and I'm just like no I don't I don't like this whereas when I'm when I'm a stripper and a dancer I am my own boss I can talk to who I want if someone's rude to me I can tell them to fuck off I can you know go downstairs eat when I want I get yeah I, I get more freedom in terms of what I want to do and so I think it's very subjective to what's objectifying, what's degrading to a person. Um, so you can't really generalise. You get asked for sex all the time as well. And, like, I have nothing against hookers, but, like, I'm not there to provide that service. So I, I get very frustrated when customers ask that. I'm just like, no, is this a strip club? We're dancers. We, that's not what we do here. Um, so that can be frustrating when you get that a lot in a night because you're just like, oh. um, I do notice that like some of the older girls have less tolerance for bullshit. I think because I'm young, younger and it's more novelty for me, I'm quite like nice and sweet and I, I don't really take things that personally. But I think some of the older girls who are like married or just been doing it a long time, they're just like, they don't even pretend to be nice to the customers. They're just like very frank with them. And I'm just like, whoa. <laughs> um, whereas I'm quite easygoing. I don't really, nothing bothers me that much. I know when I've worked in clubs, new clubs that I'm not really used to, sometimes I don't like how close you have to be to the customers. Like you have to be all like, some of the girls, like, sit on their laps and kind of, like, throw themselves all over them. I don't like doing that. I'm a little bit diva. I'm just like, no. Like, they will come to me if they want to dance. I'm not going to, like, grovel. Um, so sometimes that bothers me when I feel like I have to put up with, I don't know, more intimacy than I'm really happy with. I'm just like, no, I don't like it when they're, like, 
trying to put her arm around you and all that stuff. But that's just like finding a club that you're happy with. So sometimes that happens when you're in a new place and there's like different set of rules and different clientele. And you have to be very, very tr um, honest with yourself about what your boundaries are and what's okay and what's not okay. Um, I hate customers who talk at me and not to me. And they just talk and talk and talk. But that's kind of, I do, I do have to sort of put up with that as part of my job. Like it's just, some people just need someone to listen to them. But it's nicer when you have like a two-way conversation rather than just being talked at. <laughs> Pay strippers money, go for dances. <laughs> Don't just chat to them and waste their time. Like pay some money. Like even if it's just a dance, I just think that's like respectful if you've been talking to someone for a long time or she's taking the time to spend like half an hour with you, like at least take her for a dance. I hate when guys are like, well, I'm not gonna go for a dance because I could just pull you like on a night out. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> cocky. <laughs> that's very, I think that's very rude. Um, and I don't think there's anything wrong with paying for a service and um, like with sex as well. Like, yeah, I could go out and like, probably get someone to buy me an orange but I could also go to the supermarket and buy my orange the orange that I like the best the juiciest orange I could also do that <laughs> um so I just don't think there should be any shame in like you know paying for a dance or, or going to a strip club or paying for a service it's not okay for a girl for a stripper to be offering sexual services in a strip club because that's not fair on other girls because then a customer's going to be like, well, she's offering me sex, like, why aren't you? And that's not fair in terms of the other girls. And, yeah, I think girls who do that normally get fired because, you know, that's taking away from the business. Um, I guess there must be some crossover, like some strippers probably do escort, but not in the strip club, it's not allowed, that's not okay, like... They are separate things and they have separate um, venues and they shouldn't shouldn't mix because it's not it's not fair. Yeah, I'm really keen to, to do it for a bit longer, but yeah, I think like all um, a lot of performance art um there or like physical jobs that there is a, a time limit. But yeah, that's another thing customers always want to know is like what's your real name though? I'm like well, define real. This is the real. This is my real name here. Like, don't ruin the illusion. <laughs> like, but they always want to know the real you, and I don't really understand exactly why. Because, do they really want to know the real you? No. <laughs> so no, there's always that joke, and they'll they'll like pretend that they have a stage name as well. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> let's go through this again. <laughs> Talk about your story. Oh, where do I start? Um, maybe what's the question? <laughs> Have you not heard about this? No. Oh, okay, I'll go into it. I just couldn't care less. Don't worry, I completely agree with you. Um, oh, that's actually, that's a weird one. What am I gonna say, nah? <laughs> <laughs> that's really judgmental, isn't it? And basically, that pretty much sums it up. Join us, whoever you are. www.podium.me Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com 
or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.